Hi, my name is Jennifer Smith. I'm a postdoctoral fellow at the University of Kentucky with the College of Medicine. And today we're talking about my study regarding genes that affect taste and how those affect eating behavior. So in a prior study regarding patients and food choice, when these participants were asked what was the most important feature of what they were choosing for food, they selected taste of the food. And that was above cost of the food, the nutritional value of the food, and how easy it was to prepare. So taste trumped all of those. That sort of demonstrates it's an important feature in food choice. So how do genes play a role? So our genes alter our tastes. The gene that we're looking at is TS2R38, and that gene codes for a bitter taste receptor. It is well known as the super tasting gene. If you've ever heard the term super taster, that's what we're talking about. So if you have one version of this gene, your bitter taste perception is enhanced for some particular key food items. If you have the other version of the gene, it's not enhanced. So either you really taste the bitter or you really don't. So how does this play in with cardiovascular disease? Our patients with cardiovascular disease or even those at risk are often asked to alter their diets along a heart-healthy eating patterns. Those patterns look like low sodium, low sugar, low saturated fat, high in vegetables. What we found in this study was that if you had the bitter tasting gene, you ate less vegetables, so you weren't getting the nutrients you needed from those vegetables. The important thing about this study is knowing that taste is an important factor in food choices. So if they had this gene, there were just some things that these patients were going to find hard to eat. And those things are broccoli, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, asparagus, lots of the green leafy stuff. If you're making recommendations to your patients, it's important to know that if it doesn't taste good, they're probably not going to eat it. And they're not going to be as successful at altering their diets as someone who might not. So what we'd like to do with this research is to come up with other alternatives, things like herbs and spices, things that can offset the bitterness in these flavors. That's just next steps, though. So we're not quite ready to make those recommendations, but it's in the queue of what we're researching next. The next step for this research would be to partner maybe with somebody who deals with smell because taste and smell go hand in hand. And also somebody, maybe a culinarian, chefs, people like that who know cooking, who know how to prepare food so that we can really investigate what it is we need to add to these vegetables to make them palatable to those people so they can more readily accept them in their diets because it's important for their health to add these things. So we really need to come to the patient's level to really please their taste so they're able to add them. Thank you for listening to this podcast.